hello. Welcome to Five Questions with Steve Moulter. That's me. Jordan Rich is a seasoned veteran of the broadcasting industry and a staple of Boston's airwaves, having worked in the field for nearly 40 years. His silky smooth voice that was destined for radio complements his interest in people and their lives. He happens to be a good friend of my dad's, too. Two of them worked together in radio for many years in Boston. Since his retirement, if you can really call it that, he does a ton of work. He's continued sharing people's stories on his podcast, On Mike with Jordan Rich, a show, actually, that I was a guest on. I connected with Jordan at his studio in Massachusetts, where we conducted back-to-back interviews of each other for our podcast. Uh, And during the recording of Five Questions, Jordan opened up about delivering the eulogy at his first wife's funeral, how comfort and excitement are key components of true love, and how he finds joy in life by affecting people in a positive way. Oh, and you got it. Of course, he answered five questions. Me, Jordan. What's the most difficult thing you've ever had to do? The most difficult thing I had to do was uh, probably face the loss of my first wife Hmm. and deal with uh, my children who were grown at that point and you know, explain to them that they were going to lose their mother. I mean, she was ill for a long time and, you know, saying goodbye. And that was Mm -hmm. a difficult thing. Uh, A a very, I want to say, freeing, if you will, moment came when I delivered the eulogy. I didn't think I could do it. Yeah. But I needed to say some things, and and it turned out to be a huge crowd of people because she was very popular. But uh, that was probably the that was no question the most difficult thing having wow. to deal with someone you expected to spend the rest of your life with, who was uh, you know taken early, mm-hmm. and whether or not I could get through that and and live through it and figure out a way to survive and and keep the family alive and all that kind of stuff. So that would without question, I mean, was the biggest challenge. Yeah. What are some things you did to cope? I mean, how do you even like approach that? You know, emotionally. Well, it's uh, it's interesting. I I was a hard worker always, but I believe, in retrospect, I was working too hard during a lot of that period to to cover my pain. Mm. I would get a high from working in the field that I work in, which is broadcasting and and public stuff. And I realize now. I didn't shirk any of my responsibilities to her or the family, but I would have probably been more at ease with myself had I not killed myself through that period. Mm. Just trying to stay above everything, stay above the fray and keep things moving. So, uh, But as far as coping, yeah, uh, I would say the most important thing <laughs> is asking for others to, to give you a cut your break or just asking for others to share their story. When you're a Type A personality who is used to be the leader, mm-hmm. the guy who's supposed to lead the troops through the, the desert, and you realize, oh my God, I'm in trouble here, mm-hmm. and you reach out for help, and people are kind enough, for the most part, to help, that's a huge moment, a huge sea change in one's attitude about yeah. life. So that would, right that would be it, yeah. How do you define being in love? Oh, boy. How do you find, define being in love? I'm a romantic fool, first of all. Uh, I, I could quote Gershwin songs. I could quote uh, movie uh, clips from the 40s because that's. Yeah. I think I was born a little too late. But I think it's that feeling of um, excitement 
passion and also comfort. Excitement and comfort are two things that actually work well when they're in tandem. Yeah, that's an interesting um, dynamic. Yeah, I mean, the fact that there's that that lust for someone or something, and not, not just the physical lust, but that desire to be with them and have them in your life. And then knowing that they're in your life, and if you're under the weather or you're out of town or you just don't feel like getting out of bed that day, they're still in your life. Right. It's, it's, it's that sense of reliability. Yeah. Uh, and I have often thought that, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a marrying type. So <laughs> I, I got married again, uh, after a few, three years after my wife passed, I mm-hmm. met a, an amazing woman and, uh, it took a little while for some around me to understand that how could you move on so quickly? Sure. Uh, and I always answer them the same way in my head or to them. I would say, well, for one thing, my, my first wife, my beloved late wife threatened to come back and haunt me if I didn't, <laughs> if I didn't meet someone and have a life. Yeah. But also, uh, I, I love to give love, but I need to receive it. Yeah. If you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I really, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a vessel. <laughs> I love, right. I pour it out of myself. Right. I need a lot of it back. Yeah. So that's right my story about that. Great question. Paul. Thanks. How do you approach collaboration? Collaboration. I am blessed in my professional life to have uh, found a friend in college 40-something years ago who is still not only my best friend but my partner in business. And that's so unusual. I mean, that's... Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, but we're so tight and so close that uh, he's probably the most close person to me besides the woman in my life that uh the collaboration is intense with others i i make myself available and i work with others quite well but i don't have that closeness it's it's kind of like trusting the guy in the foxhole Mm -hmm. next to you Mm -hmm. there's there's we've been through it all Mm -hmm. and um what i'm finding now in my career in terms of work is that the skill sets that I have that I've gathered in 40 plus years of broadcasting and so forth are working well in the modern age with, with younger people. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of weird to be thought of as a, as a mentor and, mm. and, or a Jedi master, as I like to be known. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but it's really interesting. <laughs> uh, and as it's generation, generationally, I'm, I'm that much apart in years from some of these people I'm working with now. But they have a sense that I've been there, done that, and have, and I have a sense that they've got something to offer me. So I love collaborating, if you will, yeah. or meeting and, and learning from younger upstarts, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, as I was. But they're, at the same time, finding my experience something that they can hang on to, which is kind of a nice feeling to know that you're not irrelevant. Anymore. Right. I can imagine that's huge. I know, you know, so many industries are just being like phased out, right? So many people have so many skills that just can't be transferred. You know, yours, thankfully you have podcasting, you know, Steve and mentorship. It, it really is interesting. I backed off of some broadcast stuff that I was doing. I was working too hard a couple of years ago and I, I was really working crazy hours and I decided, you know, life's too short. So mm. let me back off. And I really thought my days of doing the kinds of stuff I was doing on the air were over. All of a sudden, 
boom, the need for uh, the kind of stuff that I do, uh, host for hire, is back in vogue. So I'm working a lot on my own terms. Yeah, that's great. And when you say less is more, in my case, it's true, and I don't. I can turn things down. I don't yeah. need to. But I love the uh, incorporating all the things that I learned, and I'm still learning. But I incorporate all those things, and it makes my role more valuable in this day and age. Yeah. So it's a it's a win win. The the idea of you know you're truly successful when you get to say no. Right. Like when you finally can just say, no, that's not for me. That's not for me. That's a beautiful moment. And it sounds like you've been able to do that. As uh, one of my mentors said, kid, if you expect to be a millionaire doing this, forget it. And I knew that going in, despite my last name. I am not <laughs> ever thinking yeah. that this is the road to riches. No, I always knew that the kind of work I did would would pay the bills. But it's not I'm not in it for the money. Never right. have been. But now that um there's a comfort level knowing that you can turn things down yeah, and say absolutely. no. Yeah. Um, and people are, are still, thankfully, uh, conscious, conscious about quality and professionalism. People say it's all dead. Well, not really. They're, they're still in your field in music. Mm -hmm. you know, there's a way to lay the notes down so that other people can read them. Yeah, there's a yeah. way to produce something that is viable. Yeah. And that's important to me, too, keeping standards. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I think a lot of people, especially in, in a field that's based on creative creativity and creation, you need a construct of professionalism and, you know, rules, for lack of a better sense. You need to be able to follow that. Otherwise, you're going to get lost, you know, and potentially your content's going to get lost. It's so funny you mentioned rules. We have a, a inside baseball joke about the rules as we see them and the mm -hmm. rules apply in, in all cases to what you're saying about being professional and having standards but also <laughs> the rules in our world apply this way if your dad who i know very well said to me uh i want to get back out of retirement and i need a place to record something i'd say it's yours yeah or if someone is out of work and needs that uh, a guy to talk to or a gal to talk needs some kind of advice it's done yeah. that's the rule you yeah. play by that rule yeah. your whole life because people did that for me what is your greatest fear my greatest fear well like a lot of people, uh, running out of time used to be my biggest fear. Mm -hmm. And I realized after a lot of introspection that that was a little philosophical. We all think about the end. Mm -hmm. But living in the moment then became a joy. I learned how to do that. So that fear went away. Mm. That fear of running out of time went That's away. Awesome. My biggest fear now... Uh, well, I, I, I'm like a lot of dads and grandpas. I fear for my children. Mm. I fear for the future for them. But not trepidation. It's more just concern. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I already answered the question about relevance. I don't fear that I'll be irrelevant based on what I've discovered about the new age. So I, I guess uh, just fearing that uh, people around me, the people I love, will, will be taken care of and knowing that I'm doing everything I can to look out for them. That's a pretty good place to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky because I, 
as is the case with many people, probably most people, I've dealt with anxiety, I've dealt yeah. with fear, I even dealt with depression. I mean, a mm. guy who's Mr. Happy, Mr. Bon Vivant, you know, I had inner demons and fears and constructs that I had to work through. And it's not easy, as you know, yeah, as we all know, but yeah. once you work through them, the fear just pff, dissolves. Yeah. So what are some methods then just that you dealt with to get through those things? Well, uh, one of the key methods, besides a little bit of therapy, which goes a long way, oh, yeah. was just what we talked about saying no and yeah. realizing there were no implications that yeah. are negative. When I said no to people who would ask me to help out by emceeing an event or giving a speech or, or doing a project, I was very, very fearful of saying no. And that was my big fear. That, that was my big fear that I would come. And when you realize people don't really care, number one, and they're actually quite appreciative of what you've done. So I would get this. I don't think I can do that. Well, you know what? I understand completely. That's fantastic. You understand completely? Yeah. Wow. That was a lift off my right, right. So that kind of thing, it all ties into what we talked about earlier, that kind of thing about uh, learning to, to back off less is more and not take on too much to conquer the world. You know, the mm. world will keep spinning anyway. Yeah. And if I'm going to be on this planet enjoying myself and, and productive, I've got to say no. Yeah. So that was one of the ways. That therapy and uh, and good, clean, old living. Yeah. You realize, yeah, you pollute your body with a lot of caffeine, although I still like an occasional cup of coffee, but you pollute your body with things and you don't get enough rest, you don't get enough sleep. You don't drink enough water. All the things that matter, the basics, yeah, really make a difference. Uh, and then the last question, I ask everybody the same. Okay. Uh, what will you miss the most when you're gone? Oh, let's see. The latest Star Wars and saga movie. <laughs> Although I hear you can watch movies in heaven. What will I miss the most? Um, I just think the, the, the excitement of being in this moment, doing what we're doing right now. I mean, I can't think of another occupation for me. It was, it was destiny that I do this. Mm. Um, I grew up in a small town. I loved the radio, and my parents were not forcing me to go to business school. They said, do whatever you want, pursue your dream. So miss, I will miss this, mm. uh, but I will also have no regrets because I, I'm building the legacy. The legacy's there. I continue to build it every day. And as we discussed, you and me, on my podcast, you know, you, you're doing things that are affecting people in a positive way. And it's not a cure for cancer necessarily, but it's a, it's a way to leave the world a slightly better place than you found it. Right. And I think if that's what I'm doing now, which I, I think I am, and whenever it ends, it'll be a slightly better place, then I will have achieved my, my, my mission. So happy doing what I'm doing. Excellent. Okay. How's that? That's fantastic. Thanks, That's a good question. Yeah, yeah thanks, man. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Uh, check Jordan out at jordanrich.com. Check us out at fivequestions.me. We're on all the socials as well. I really appreciate your support, and um, thanks for tuning in. Till next time, take care.